BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welcome to the Pants Cast, brought to you by Lululemon, a show about all things pants. My guest is Matt James, former NCAA player and Lululemon ABC pant enthusiast. Hi, great to be here. Matt, tell us all about those ABC pants. The comfort? They're like the pants I put on when I don't want to wear pants. Versatility? You could wear these pants to a wedding, but you could also wear these to a cookout. And what about style? They're like if casual and cool had a baby. Well, it's clear why you're an ABC enthusiast. Pleasure having you and your pants on the show. Thanks for having us. Find the shockingly comfortable ABC pants at lululemon.com. Hey, creeps, we'll be playing Monster of the Week, the RPG, this Saturday, March 16th at 9 a.m. Pacific time on Saving Throw Show's Spring Break Beach Bash all-day fundraising event. Do you love tabletop RPGs? Are you curious about venturing into this realm of nerdetry? This is the show for you. A sudden rash of shark attacks on land threatened to ruin the spring break fun in Jacksonville, Florida. GM Stephen Pope will guide us and fellow players Eric Reichert and Riley Silverman through a very scary spring break adventure. Let's get some teen creeps representation in the chat. Plus, we will be debuting some very fun characters. I will be playing Linda Greenfield, a 47-year-old janitor with a tortured past and a penchant for beach trash art and monster hunting. I drive a 1993 Chevy G-Series G20. (laughs) And I'll be playing Kay Trilby, a 34-year-old insurance actuary of a bed and breakfast and part-time Civil War reenactor on the union side who will do anything it takes to manage risk. Oh, that's good. Thank you. (laughs) So go to twitch.tv slash saving throw show on Saturday, March 16th at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Again, that's twitch.tv slash saving throw show. See you there. Forever. You can die laughing. This week on the podcast, Diane Ho's Funhouse. Welcome to Teen Creeps, the podcast that discusses YA pulp fiction. I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay Katai. I'm another one of your hosts, Kelly Nugent. And Diane Ho Funhouse. Wow. <laughs> what if we did that for two hours? <laughs> you know what? With how we've been going lately... I, I wouldn't, wouldn't be surprised. Put it past us. I wouldn't be surprised. Mm-hmm. Twenty minutes on trying to remember the word rapture. The next it's logical two step hours. is two hours. <laughs> it's it's maybe a bit of a jump in problems. <laughs> Twenty minutes of actual talking and two hours <laughs> of circus music. From our mouths. Uh, acapella circus mm-hmm. music. Acapella circus music. Like, Everybody's ooh. favorite kind of acapella. Well, I love laughing got me. That that was really good. I loved that. I loved your and thanks for joining us. Do you want to listen to some voices? And that's been our show. Um so I read this book 
a majority of it, a majority of it parked in my car waiting for an audition to start. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you read a lot of these books waiting for things. Because mm-hmm. DMV. Like DMV, audition, audition, me. Have I had to read a book? Oh, I was reading a little bit. I finished the book waiting for you. Oh, okay. I read most of it waiting for an audition. Yeah. And then I had like, I mean, I don't know how many real pages left, but I was on location like 2000 or whatever. (laughs) And then I read the rest of it on your street. Yeah. Good. Um, What did you think of the book, Lindsay? Snooze. Yeah, very snooze. Not badly written, but snooze. Not badly written. Yeah. Not badly written. Except for... It just fell into all the usual traps of like, oh, red herrings. Oh, no one believes her over and over again. The and I feel like I say this every time, Mm -hmm. but the amount that the police do not believe her is it makes no unacceptable. And the cop keeps saying like, Oh, is that a letter from your boyfriend? Oh, you having boyfriend troubles? Oh, okay. That was the worst. I hated that guy. That was the worst moment of somebody not believing her, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to read the back of the book? Uh, or do you want to read your phone? Yeah, I'll read the phone. Do you want to um, read the back of your phone? I'm going to read the back of my phone. I could try to find it, too. Here we go. I found a Google, oh, great. Google book. Great. Google book. Google book. Oh, it's very short. <laughs> when the devil's elbow roller coaster goes off track. You know what? That was actually helpful because I forgot that the book yeah. opens with a roller coaster flying off the tracks. I didn't forget, but. Killing one teenager and maiming two others. Everyone thinks it's just an accident, except Tess. True. Is that the end? <laughs> That's it. Really? Oh, wait. She saw someone tampering with the track. Then another quote unquote accident occurs in the funhouse and Tess may have been the intended victim. True. That's it. She was. Um, Okay. So the book, I totally forgot that the book opens with a roller coaster uh, set of cars going off the tracks. Mm hmm. And it's funny, like the story's like, oh yeah, you know, some of the kid, one kid died, a couple other kids were maimed. The thing is, the book seems to just kind of forget that that happened to those kids because no one cares really. Only Tess. Tess cares. Yeah. But everyone else doesn't. Here's, I found the end of that oh, little okay. blurb. Um, oh, this is just more descriptive. Okay. When the devil's elbow... <laughs> What a funny name for a roller coaster now that I really think about it. Goes off its track and several teenagers are hurt. What the fuck, Brett? (laughs) What are you even doing right now? Before you turned around, it was zoomed, like he was scrolling up. But as I looked, it was just her torso. You look panicked. I was like, and then you pointed. And then I turned and. Brett is looking at the Sweet Valley. <laughs> I Brett is leering at the Sweet Valley. <laughs> I art. But it had created two, like a woman with a double face. <laughs> okay. Brett was doing something artistic. We Brett, should say. No, Brett no. is clearly doing something no, artistic doing for great. the good of the podcast. For the good of the podcast. However... He, it does seem that he, he is making like, art of maimed women. Xenomorph shit. <laughs> Look over. It's literally like two. It's like a mouth, and then where the eyes should be was another mouth. (laughs) 
we've got Brett in studio yeah. with us today instead of a little baby Alec. Yeah, Brett's and here. It's good to have you. It's good to have you. It's nice he to waved. see you. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm it's sorry nice to I'm see s- your your I- dead women art. A <laughs> 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 fridge Wait. art. It's very like HR Giger. <laughs> like very intense. That was terrifying. Mm. That was, uh, I guess, one of the twins. It was like um, Momo. Do you know Momo? Or wait, what is that thing? No, I don't know. No, it's that thing. What Do you know what I'm talking about? Lindsay, you're going to get really scared. I'm going to show you. Okay, <laughs> oh, ready? no. Are you ready? Momo. Okay, I'm going to show you. I think you're going to be scared. Probably. I'm not brave. Ready? No! So what you don't see is that oh her body is a chicken God. and it's a chicken with titties <laughs> and then her face. That is what I don't see. Yeah. Because they cut it off because if it's <laughs> because it's bestiality. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. That was. Isn't that scary? Really? Oh, here's really the whole bad. thing. Want to see the whole thing? No. But now I do. Somehow it's less scary It's less that scary way? with the whole thing. It's scary Why with just the face. Why is it less face. scary that way? Because... Um, because it, now I know it's like a, a art. It's like yeah. a sculpture. It's not just like, I mean, it immediately reads as not human. Whereas that one looks like somebody's taking a selfie of herself yeah, in a bathroom. Like scary. And it's truly terrifying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that's what Brett was doing. Brett was making another <laughs> Momo. Now it's just looking at Brett. At the titties. It's looking at the titties. What is that, Jessica's I hate titties? That word. Jessica's, Jessica's sandbags. There, that's better. Thank you. Uh, floppy pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your hard work, Brett. Yeah, we you. appreciate it. We do appreciate it. He's been doing something really cool, actually. Right yeah, now. I'm sure. Um, uh, but anyway, sorry. Anyway. To, if you guys want to see what Momo is, just Google image search Momo and you'll see it. And then terrify it's, yourself. It's basically like a thing that's sweeping the nation for middle schoolers because they're like <laughs> they're emailing each other it and saying, like, if you get it, then you have to call this number. Oh, it's and like the ring. It's not actually middle schoolers that are spreading this rumor. It's more like adults are like, do you know what the kids are doing these days? And like parents, uh, you like, better watch out. Fucking evening news, mm-hmm. local news. Mm-hmm. It's 11 o'clock. Do you know where your child is? They're looking at chicken porn. They're <laughs> looking at titty chickens. <laughs> With the ring hair. Yeah, ring hair. Terrifying. Okay. Well, anyway. That said. Anywho. When the devil's elbow roller coaster <laughs> goes off its track and several teenagers are hurt, Everyone thinks it was just an accident, so no one listens when Tess says she saw someone tampering with the track. But one person knows it's true. That person is playing a deadly game, and he's going to make sure Tess doesn't stand in the way. Tess soon finds she's being terrorized with threatening notes, menacing phone calls, slashed tires, and nasty pranks. When another accident occurs in the funhouse, Tess is sure that she was the intended victim. Who is committing all these horrifying acts, and why? Tess is just beginning to realize that the funhouse can scare you to death. Okay. That's better. That is better. I understand more what's it's happening. True. Yeah, it gives a better idea of what the book is. Yeah. 
Um, the only thing that isn't true is that Tess doesn't say she saw someone tampering with the track because she didn't. No, she just says she saw someone running away. Yeah, she's wearing like black. a ski mask figure. What and are those things called? Ski masks. Other than that, it's like when you only have like your eyes showing. Um. Oh, I, I just saw it. Ski mask. Have you ever seen someone grab a pen <laughs> so quietly? <laughs> Being so quiet. It was like you and um, Indiana Jones like switches out the <laughs> the idol for the bag of sand. Oh, but the bags of sand. <laughs> um, it's like it's like jabroni or something like that. It's like some kind of like name. Um, it is. Do you know where jabroni? Balaclava. Thank you. Yes. I always get that. Like, baklava? Balaclava. <laughs> you eat a baklava when you wear your balaclava. Ah. Mm-hmm. Huh. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it had a name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I only bothered because someone said it and I was like, what the fuck are they saying? And then I looked it up. It's a good story. So she sees someone in a balaclava and she tells people. Yes. Hey, I saw a guy. Well, here's what's interesting is she doesn't want to tell them. So, okay. So Tess and her friends are at the boardwalk in Santa Luisa, mm-hmm. a fictional Southern California boardwalk town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Beach it, town. It, it, it had the feel. <laughs> boardwalk town. It's like shitty Newport Beach. It, yeah. It had the feel of like, like Santa Cruz mixed with like. Or Monterey or... Yeah. Yeah. Because there is a boardwalk that is kind of shitty, but I like it in Redondo Beach. Redondo Beach Pier um, has like a very similar vibe to that. It's like an ar- indoor arcade, but it's like out on the on the pier, cool. I guess. Um, cool. It is really cool, but they're tearing it down. Very oh, sad. Oh, good. I'm glad. <laughs> Just tear it all down. Who yeah, needs anything condos. from the past? Um forgot what I was going to say. Sorry. Oh, so it, you should be. <laughs> so it's like it's like a small town where like everybody seems to know everybody else. Also, everybody has weird names. So mm-hmm. we've got Tess. Mm-hmm. What's her last name? I don't Tess. know. You could Doesn't, literally say Tess. any last name and I would have no idea. Danvers. Danvers. Like Carol. <laughs> so it's our girl Tess. Mm-hmm. Her best friend Gina. Mm-hmm. Jamboni. Jam, oh, yeah. Jam, jam, jamboni. I think it is Jamboni. People call her Jamboni, but I can't remember yeah. how it's actually said. Um, who's like super cute and really fun to be around. And skanky. And skanky. But she, she's like, Gina does get around. But then the very next line is, because she's really fun to be around for girls and, and guys. guys. I saw, I took a <laughs> screenshot of that because it's such a silly thing. <laughs> it made such a hard turn. Uh, also, and the teacher she, slut shames her, which is insane. That was so, oh, that's the one highlight that saved <laughs> on my it's destiny. phone. Their history teacher, Mr. Dart, teased her nearly every morning. Hey, Jamboni, heavy date last night. Looks like you overslept. Inappropriate. Yeah, you don't you do not do that. Unacceptable. Landers. Yeah. No wonder I said Danvers. Yeah, it's very similar. Tess Landers. Tess Landers. Tesla Landers. Mm-hmm. So, so she... There's her. There's the guy. 
Gina used to be with Beak, whose real name is Robert. Mm-hmm. There's a guy that Gina is currently interested in, Doss. Mm-hmm. D-O-S-S. Mm-hmm. There's the guy Tess's that Tess boyfriend used to be. She's like off they had a slash fight on. with. Yeah. Um, Sam. Sam. There's Trudy, Trudy, the like super popular girl. Is she the... Oh, Candace is Sam's sister. Sam's sister. Her brother is Guy Joe Jr. Okay, that name. Why? Guy Joe? saying the full name. I don't know. Guy Joe, Joe is her father. Guy Joe is her father. Guy, Guy Joe, Joe Jr. Jr. Huh? Guy Joe. What and it keeps coming choice. up. And it's it keeps coming up. It's such a specific choice. Guy Joe. The most specific choice of the book. Even like, and it is, it, it makes the fact that his name, oh, because the dad's name is Guy Joe. Yes. Because I was going to say, it is such a strange name that I was like, oh, is this because like what, it's such a weird name because the twist is. May as well say it now. That Guy Joe was rooting around in the attic. Mm-hmm. Found Looking this, for his ski clothes, in fact. But he found a red book. In a trunk. And it's a diary. Uh-huh. Of one Tully O'Hare. That was her name, right? wasn't it? Oh, no. That was the husband's name. Lila O'Hare. O'Hare mm-hmm. And her husband, Tully. And, and their it, unborn child, and so he's Guy like, Joe. Guy Joe Jr. Which he had to piece together. He doesn't know when he's reading the right. diary at first. So he's like reading through. Turns out he was born to her. She and... Sully? Tully. Tully. She and Tully owned the boardwalk. boardwalk. It was purchased from... Well, they ran into some financial trouble. And and rather than approve a loan to hang on to it, this guy, Buddy, was like, no, instead me and all my friends are going to buy it and be a board of supervisors or board of directors Mm -hmm. on it. Is this not going to include you for some reason? Yeah. And is this before or after Tully dies? Before. Okay. It's them refusing, them refusing the loan and buying it themselves that drives him to hang himself in the fun house. So he hangs himself in the fun house. Very dramatic. Very dramatically. And then. But like, why, (laughs) why didn't they let him just go in on the purchase? Yeah, I know senseless they could have bought it for less yeah give him a loan for his share because he's poor they don't want to be in business with a poor oh that's true it's pure he's poor he's so pure so you don't want to do business with a pure um so they don't and then he uh commits suicide in the fun house and then kills himself oh that's right oh right because you're not yeah it's more it's actually more like yeah you don't say commit because that, that is it, when it was a it's crime. It's a judgment. That's when it was it, criminalized. Uh, belies judgment. Yes. Um, so he dies by suicide. Dies by suicide. That's what That's it is. That's what it yeah. was. Dies by suicide uh, in the fun house. Then Lila is like, oh my gosh, I'm about to give birth to this baby. What am I going to do? What is this is up crazy. with this fucking town? So then Buddy's like, I have a friend who wants a baby. So he'll take your baby. <laughs> and she's like, no. And he's like, can you just fucking listen to me? Like, give me like, your fucking we baby. We will support you. He will pay for you to be pregnant. Mm-hmm. And then 
he's like wearing her down, wearing her down. She finally says yes. And and then he's like, oh, and here's a super huge chunk of money for your troubles. Mm-hmm. If you can afford to be giving that much money, fucking help your help Tully out. Mm-hmm. Help Tully and Lila before they're dead. They don't care about Tully they don't and Lila. Care. It's so bizarre. So so yeah, then they give her a big old fat check, but she's like, I don't want your fucking money for my baby. So she tears up the check and she kills herself. Mm-hmm. And then but she like puts the torn up pieces of the check in the journal and yeah. writes down all the names of the of people everybody who, who bought the boardwalk. Yeah. So that's and then so he finds all the pieces, puts them all together and is like, oh, I know who uh, who bought the O'Hare baby. Mm hmm. Oh, it's my dad. Oh, I'm the O'Hare baby. I'm the O'Hare baby. So he's like... And then he straight loses his mind. Loses his marbles. He's like, I'm going to get back at those people who basically, in his mind, killed his parents. Um, And he's like... Because like part of it is that both Tess and him agree that their dad is cold as ice. Nobody likes his dad. they never really got any love growing Mm -hmm. up. Tess rather than stay with her dad when their dad divorces their stepmother she goes and lives with the stepmother Mm -hmm. because that's how much she feels like the dad doesn't care about her Mm -hmm. and so he feels the same way and he's like well i was deprived not why he's not wanting this was wrong yeah (laughs) he's like i was deprived of the love I would have had from my real parents mm-hmm. because of this monster. So he's like, I need to get he back. Snaps. He snaps. He's like, I'm going to get back at everybody. But the way to get back at them is to take away their children. So he rigs the roller coaster, gets rid of like, you know, a couple of them. Like two or three Basically of them. Basically only one. One dies. The other ones don't die. So I don't know what his end game is. I think two die and one well, get in the Google oh. Books thing. One dies and two get maimed, and that's right. I one trust dies. Google and one dies. Trust corporations. And trust corporations. corporations. One does die. It's a boy. I forgot his name. And then um, Dade or something. One girl who was very beautiful. Yeah, Dade. Uh, her face is um, destroyed, and then but she survives, one and then one loses a leg. Right. So they, um, uh, he takes care of those ones. So he so thinks. Like, knocks them off his list. And then he's like, I got to go after. So Gina's one Five of them. more. So, or no, Gina's not one of them, is she? Or Gina is one of them. But, but he she falls like, down through an accident. But then I don't, yeah. He had his sight set on Tess next. Mm-hmm. But we don't really know why her next. Mm-hmm. And he like slips a threatening, creepy poem under her door that night after she has seen the accident. Mm-hmm. And it's like, la la la, I got them, I'll get you. La 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 la. She's pretty dumb because at one point, so she gets the letter and it's like, it lists all of them and he's like, they've been punished. Are you next? And she's like, what could that what mean? Is this? I'm like, what do you think it, it means? So straightforward. It's so it it can't be more straightforward. Like what it means is that you will be targeted next for death. Yeah, like they were targeted and you will be next. I don't know how else to say it that's not it's saying not hard. That. Here I'll <laughs> So Dade, Cherie, Joey, three out of eight. 
all at the same time, not bad. This is from Guy Joe's. He has chapters yeah. throughout. Anonymous chapters. From his first person point of view, mm-hmm. whereas Tess's is all third, third person. person narration. So then I was wondering if it was like being written down. And then, yeah, but five not. more to go. I thought that too. I thought it was going to be another uh, killer journal. Yeah. My traps. My he traps. Now, there are legit traps in this. Serious traps. Serious traps. And he is getting it done. <laughs> yeah. So he, yeah, he, he's pretty good at, at setting these traps. It's uh, unfortunately the wrong people are falling into these traps. Yes. So he's like, um, he steals. So he steals I the, the. I found the note. Okay. Dade and Cherie went up the hill with Joey right behind them. Now Dade is dead and Cherie's ill and Joey's leg can't find him. That's so creepy. It is creepy. If Dade was one and Cherie two and Joey number three, who will be next? Could it be you? Why don't we wait and see? That's a very good poem. It's a very good poem. It's a the, fun like, little labor on that was tight. Mm-hmm. She. You know who can't do that very well? R.L. Stein. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Sorry, Ariel. I'm ruthless with him. And you are ruthless. I'm, I'm nicer to him than you are. Yeah. But I'm sure he's a good guy. But. I'm sure he's a great guy. The she reads that and is like, what does it mean? Yeah. What what is he what does why he mean? Someone, who is here? And it's what? like you're you could be next. That's what it means. And it's like she both So I was confused because when she tells all of her fucking friends. That she saw a shadowy figure. A shadowy figure. A shadowy figure running from the accident at the boardwalk. She's like almost afraid to tell them because she's like, they're they're gonna think I'm weird. They're what does it even mean? I don't know. Should I even share this? And they all have really sensible, measured reactions. Except for Trudy. Because she's bitchy. Except for Trudy, because she's a bitch. She's not on the cunt scale though, but no, she's a bitch. No, she's not. Um and they're all really reasonable. They're like, what? You saw somebody running? Like, could you tell what they looked like? Like, how tall? Blah, blah, blah. They, ugh, that's weird that somebody would be running from the accident instead mm-hmm. of, like, either going to help or, like, standing by. Okay, well, that's really weird. What do you, you should tell the police. And she's like, no, that's family fine. And then the second she gets to her house, she's like, it's weird how, like, no one thinks this is important. Yeah. It's like, what? Your friends were on the same page but she talks to Gina and all of a sudden Gina's acting like it didn't happen like she didn't have that reaction either all of a sudden nobody believes Tess and they think she's like crazy and paranoid yeah we had a whole chapter where they were believing that that was significant yeah they also like she's very stupid sometimes Mm -hmm. but also like sometimes she's smart like when she um, is like thinking of all the different red herrings. They were things that were going through my head too. Yeah. Where she's like, oh, interesting. Like, um, for example, there, one of the traps is like these rat poison brownies that um, that everybody at the party except for her. Just use the word traps now. Yeah. It's just a normal term. Yeah. It's the traps. Of these things that are in the books. So it's um, these rat poison brownies at Trudy's birthday party. Um uh, the only people that didn't get sick from them were her, Sam, and Trudy because they didn't eat any of the brownies. Yeah, and then Doss only got a little sick because he didn't start eating brownies till the end. And she, I think rightfully, is like, yeah. oh, maybe it's Doss because like 
that's the perfect way to like throw off suspicion. Yeah. Which is to like eat some of it, but not enough to get sick. But then also, why didn't Trudy eat her own brownies? But she, but it's like, well, Sam was with her. So it makes sense as to why he wasn't like eating the brownies because he wasn't by the brownies at that yeah. point. And I think it was believable where she like because she starts to kind of get like really paranoid mm-hmm. and she knows she is. And rightly so. Exactly. Yeah. Like like everyone she's like, oh, shit, is it them? Because like there's a part where she's like running through the woods, which first I was like, why? She's like, <laughs> I don't feel safe being on this street. So I'm going to run in the woods. Yeah. And I'm like, don't do that. Everybody she does knows. it. She gets chased in the muddy woods. It's like raining super hard. And then she accidentally, she like stops in front of this hole and then someone pushes her in and it's Trudy's backyard. So she's like, well, Trudy's been such a bitch to me this whole time. Like maybe she was the one. Trudy, yeah. Um, And it turns out it was somebody's unfinished pool. It's Trudy's unfinished pool. Um, Oh yeah, sorry. Trudy's unfinished pool. And so then I couldn't stop thinking about the end of Poltergeist, where the mom is like desperately Mm -hmm, trying to mm -hmm. swim out of the pool of all the graves. Mm -hmm. Creepy. That is creepy. Um, It's weird because Tess's instincts about people are like dead on. Mm -hmm. And her instincts about what to do with those suspicions are crap. Yeah. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. We get it. Distractions happen. That's why we designed the fully electric, full-sized Volvo EX90 with the latest technology to keep you and those around you safe. Its two-sensor driver understanding system is designed to prevent distractions and help you stay focused. Reserve your Volvo EX90 today. Learn more at volvocars.com US. This episode is brought to you by Skinny Pop Popcorn. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Oh, so light and crunchy. Skinny Pop Original Popcorn is the snack you've been searching for. Made with just three simple ingredients, popcorn kernels, sunflower oil, and salt. Snacking never felt or tasted so good. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Give yourself permission to snack and pick up Skinny Pop Original Popcorn today. Hello, everyone. Wanted to take a quick break from the show to talk to you about one of our sponsors, Lending Club. Oh, we're all living with so much debt in our lives. Yeah, debt babies. You probably have revolving debt. Isn't that sad that I can make that assumption and it is probably true? But don't be sad because that's the new normal. If you are carrying revolving debt, That means you're not paying off your card every month and you could be paying thousands in interest every year that you don't have to. With Lending Club, you can consolidate your debt or pay off credit cards with one fixed monthly payment. And let me tell you something right now. Taxes are coming up and I am scared about all the things I'm going to have to put on credit cards because paying taxes is scary. 
Since 2007, Lending Club has helped millions of people regain control of their finances with affordable fixed-rate personal loans. No trips to a bank, boo-boo. No high-interest credit cards. Just go to LendingClub.com. Tell them a little bit about yourself, how much you want to borrow, pick the terms that are right for you, and if you're approved, your loan is automatically deposited into your bank account in as little as a few days. So get that money quick, honey. Lending Club is the number one peer-to-peer lending platform with over $35 billion in loans issued. All you got to do to get on board is go to LendingClub.com slash teen creeps. You can check your rate in minutes. And you can borrow up to $40,000. That is big time Boku bucks, baby. And you can get it quick, quick, quick. That's LendingClub.com slash Teen Creeps. L-E-N-D-I-N-G-C-L-U-B dot com slash Teen Creeps. That's LendingClub.com slash Teen Creeps. All loans made by WebBank. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Hey, Spooky Creeps wanted to talk to you about a spooky podcast called Ghosted. Light some sage and pop your popcorn. Drag comedian Roz Dressfiles is getting spooky on Starburns Audio. Though far from an expert on the paranormal, Roz explores her curiosity of things that go bump in the night with celebrity guests, psychics, and everyday people. Roz Dressfiles is a drag queen comedian, host, writer, and male actress known as the Bargain Bin Beauty. She loves to ask her friends to tell her a ghost story. And her guests have talked about shadowy figures visiting them at night, hearing door slams, creepy voices, and personal ghost hunting tales. Check out stories from Sam Pancake, Deborah Wilson, Celine Luna, and many more. Roz will also share her many personal experiences with the spirits, play fun games, EVPs or EV please, and read stories from listeners. Don't be scared. Subscribe now to make sure you don't miss a single episode on Himalaya, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You know what was crazy? So I was really mad at her for not going to her dad's house. Yes. But... She was right to not go. Yeah, it it's crazy. Because <laughs> she, so she's like scared because she's alone at this condo. Yeah, Shelly went out of town, or Shelly went to Italy. Yeah, for like a vacation mm-hmm. on a lark, and everybody's like, "You shouldn't stay at the house by yourself." That's what prompts the fight with Sam. Because mm-hmm. apparently, Sam is very controlling. He's a little controlling. Yeah, and for all that, it was <laughs> it was weird because Tesmake kept making these terrible but determined choices and the reason she was giving for making those determined choices is because she usually lets people walk all over her and it's like well that's pretty weird that you're telling us this when like this whole time we only ever see you be incredibly stubborn yeah yeah she she does she keeps being like you know what i'm not letting anybody walk all over me anymore and then she refuses to listen to any advice from anybody mm-hmm. like, about staying with people. Like there's even um, I was so relieved when she let Candace sleep at her house. Yes. Thank goodness. And then I was like, is it Candace? But then Candace didn't try anything. I was like, oh, that Candace was like fun. a boring nothing person. It would have been that would have been That'd a been perfect cool. person to be the killer, though. Mm-hmm. I know. Especially since. I mean, I do think the book was trying to make us think that because it was like all of a sudden Candace seemed so outgoing when usually not. And she mm-hmm. was like being so warm towards Tess. Mm-hmm. But then no, it's nothing. It was she was just nothing. Um, and then like 
Oh, and that was the other thing where Sam would offer like, and this is before she had any suspicions about Sam. And he'd be like, oh, let me like walk you home or whatever. And she was like, no, yeah, absolutely not. I'm going by myself. And not I'm after like, that fight we had. I'm like, girl, just like swallow home. your pride. Just use him. Use him for safety. You don't have to forgive him. In a tragedy, you are supposed to like push trivial things to the side and be like, we're going to stick a pin in that. Yes, I want you to walk me to my car. Yeah, she can just she can have that conversation with him later. Yeah. Instead, she like pushes. She's like, no, stay away from me. And pushing everybody away left and right. I normally hate a fake out, Mm -hmm. but I was so So relieved. relieved. But the cat doesn't Fucking die. Her pet death. I know. Soon, as, as soon, soon as, the cat as she comes was the like, "Do you want Trilby to come hang out with you and be your attack cat?" Mm-hmm. I was like, "Fuck, yeah, not don't kill the pet." Yeah, as a cheap way to make me scared and upset. But instead, somebody hung a stuffed animal that looked like Trilby the cat. You know what's weird though? After that situation, we don't see Trilby anymore. So I still was like I need to see the cat. No, they well, that night anyway. Do they? Yeah. Okay. Cuz then she's like cuddling up to the cat and uh, grateful for the cat and then Gina's like how's my cat and she's like great. <laughs> oh, I did not even <laughs> see that part. I for some reason was just like I didn't know that she like made contact with the cat. Yeah. Okay. No, she liked to comfort herself when Candace stays over. Okay. She's petting the cat. Oh, good. Um, so thank goodness it's not Trilby. It's just a stuffed animal. She's good. At least Guy Joe didn't lose his mind to that extent. Guy Joe. But why does no one... <sighs> it's so fucking annoying when authors decide that the only way to put off finding out who's done it or make the feel character feel crazy is by having no one believe them again and again. Yeah. If if it's like our friends died on a fucking roller coaster, mm-hmm. Tess saw a shadowy figure, Tess got a terrible note, somebody faked out hanging a cat in front of her door. And isn't this after... Um, Gina falls in the fun house and breaks her mm-hmm, leg mm-hmm. and, and nearly no one believes dies. her about the nobody. Okay. So this yeah. is the, this is the most, uh, most annoying thing that no one believes her about this. Yes. Okay. So they're in the fun house. Were you having okay. trouble understanding what even the fun house was? Yes. I did not understand. Well, what's ridiculous to start off with is that Gina's like, Tess, all of us are going to the boardwalk again because my dad wants us to prove that oh my we're God. not afraid so that people go to the boardwalk again. Yep. And, and she's like, I don't really want to go, but that does sound like a good idea. <laughs> it's like, I understand the logic. And so they fucking go to the boardwalk again and they go in this very vague, confusing fun house. Okay, so we know it's some of it's over the water, but some of it isn't. We know there is an area with hanging skeletons. Mm-hmm. There's an area with like chains. Yes, like a like a mesh. But you have to walk over the chains. Well, it's like, you know how there would be that mesh like rope bridge uh-huh. and little like jungle gym mm-hmm. courses 
I think it's that, but it's actual steel chains. So it's just all chains. Yeah, metal chains. Yeah. So there's that. There's a room with saucers. I have been in a room okay. like this. And it spins, right? How big are the saucers? Um, they have to be big enough for someone big. to fall through. Yeah. It's and like, the whole thing is that when you step, it like turns. From, if somebody took, if somebody made a circumference of us mm-hmm. and then spun it, it's like that big. Okay. So this is very helpful for everyone yeah. listening to the podcast right now. I don't know. It's like three, yeah, four feet across. Okay. So then it's a bunch of saucers all over. Mm-hmm. And you have to walk through it. Yeah. So it's like, it's hard to navigate mm-hmm. because when you step on them, they move. The thing that was confusing to me mm-hmm. is that if you remove a saucer, uh-huh. you will fall onto the beach. In a hole. In yeah. a hole that leads to the beach. Yes. High up enough. High up enough. So like, is the fun house on stilts? I think it is. But why? (laughs) So, so, and and that got me confused about like, what's the structure of this beach? Yeah. What is the structure? Under the boardwalk. I think people, you know, you can go under there. Yeah. But would they build a fun house house above it? I think maybe. So let's just picture the boardwalk as this big thing, right? Uh Uh-huh. And part of it is over the water and part of it is over sand. So I guess it's just like pretty tall up there. Maybe it's a steep beach. One of those steep beaches. Steep beat. <laughs> you don't go flosh in the ocean? No. Let me see. Um, you thud in the sand? Boardwalk. God, yes. Momo is the last thing I looked at. Horrifying. Oh, also. <laughs> I forgot about this. She's like. So, okay. So, Tess, I think maybe after she gets the note, talks to Gina and she's like, Gina, has anything like this ever happened to the boardwalk before? <laughs> and she's like, I don't know. I could ask my dad. I mean, I know that somebody like killed themselves in the fun house. And Tess is like, that's pretty bad. And she's that's like, I don't know. Bad. She's like, but it's not an accident, so it's different. Yeah. And then when she is trying to talk Tess into going back to the boardwalk with everyone, um, she says, I thought, Gina continued, since we have the day off, this afternoon would be a good time. I've already talked to Beak and Sam, and they think it's a good idea. Sam said he'd call the guy Joe, and I think Trudy and Candace might come too. Trudy told me she was planning to sleep all day, but when I told her guy Joe was coming, she changed her mind, and Sam said he'd bring Candace. Blah, blah, blah. I don't want to go back there. Why can't we do something else? She's like, please, I'm going over there this afternoon. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, I'll come. What time? Oh, great. Listen, we'll just hang out in the fun house, okay? <laughs> no rides, not when you're so uptight. I wouldn't torture you by forcing you on the dragon's breath or helicopter hell, but the fun house is perfectly safe. We're meeting at the entrance at two, but I thought maybe you could pick me up. Sure. And then Tess, it's like, the fun house wasn't always safe, Tess thought grimly. Someone had committed suicide in there a long time ago. And it's like, yeah, Gina's the one who gave you yeah. this information. So... Why? And then she says, the fun house isn't my favorite place to be, but at least it doesn't have any windows, so it won't have a view of the devil's elbow. That's about the only place on the boardwalk that doesn't, so maybe it won't be so grim. Gina laughed. If it was grim, she teased, they'd have to call it the grim house. Oh, yeah. And no one would visit it, and the whole boardwalk would go out of business, and we'd all be poor. 
<laughs> Wait, are you being serious? Does she say no one that would is it would go out of verbatim. business? Verbatim. And we'd all be poor? Yeah, and we'd all be poor. Wait, are you serious? Yeah. She says that? She says that. So I gave you, it a stupid you, voice. You mean to tell me what she said. that the boardwalk is being kept afloat by admission to the funhouse? I think <laughs> she's just making the joke that like, well, here's what's very ridiculous. She's like, if we called it the Grim House, people would be too scared to come into the boardwalk. But... Bitch, your roller coaster is yeah. called Devil's, Devil's Elbow. Elbow, and there's a ride called Helicopter Hell. I'm and sorry, another the thing called Hell? The Dragon's Breath. If you called it the Grim House, it would fit right the fuck yeah. in. Okay, what do you think Helicopter Hell is? <laughs> I think Helicopter Hell is like, um, okay, so you get you um, you you. Uh, oh, okay, you're on a cruise. This uh-huh. is what Helicopter Hell is. Okay. You go on a cruise and they're like, oh, with the purchase of this cruise, you get some excursions you get to go on. Uh-huh. What's an excursion you want to go on? You say, oh, I want to go on uh, the helicopter tour. Mm-hmm. And um, you uh, you go to um, the pickup point mm-hmm. and it's swarming with elephant seals. And <laughs> you have to kind of like, you know, weave through the elephant seals you get on the the Uh helicopter ride yeah something is wrong (laughs) with with the motor so that Uh when when it lifts off (laughs) instead of the the blade spinning (laughs) the blade stays and the the helicopter spins (laughs) Spins at the speed of helicopter blades. <laughs> I buy that. Or maybe it's like the swing ride that goes, um, that flies yeah. out, and maybe above you on the column that the swings are attached mm-hmm. to and swinging out from is an upside down helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like the swinging swings are the blades. Are the blades. Yeah. And there's there's two parts to the ride. You uh-huh. can either ride the swings yeah. or you have to sit in the upside down <laughs> helicopter. <laughs> And you have to literally control the ride. Yeah, you have to control it. And it's it's manic. And also the helicopter's on fire inside. The helicopter's on fire. Yeah. And and someone wins. Someone, someone wins. wins. So either the riders in the yeah. in the swings win. Yeah, yeah, as the blades. Because it's blades versus cab. It's blades versus cab. If the cab wins, they have successfully flipped the entire ride over. <laughs> And put out the fire. And then all the chains of the swings like fall over it like limp noodles. Like (laughs) and you hit your head and die. Yeah. Or if the blades win, Mm -hmm. uh, the person inside the helicopter is burned to death. Yes. Mm -hmm. Someone has to die. Yes. By the end of it. And that's why it's called helicopter hell, not helicopter heaven. Yeah. And that's why it's not called helicopter ride. Is it that's why it's not called helicopter everybody lives. That's why it's not called like helicopter purgatory. It's not like, not what it's called, like helicopter, like a uh, circle of like unbaptized babies. <laughs> what is that? The first circle of hell? I think so. Unbaptized babies. I hope I'm more evil than an unbaptized baby. How you boring know, is that? You definitely are. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, so there's helicopter hell. No, I think totally. Grim House fits. It fits. Better than Fun House. So Gina... Gina has... Hasn't she just hit her uh, head or something, though? No, not yet. Oh. That's when they go in the fun house. That's right, right that's now right, she's right. selling her on the idea yeah. of hanging out in the place where the man killed himself. Yeah. Gina has a very 
dad joke sense of humor. Mm hmm. Where it's like, literally, we'd have to call it the Grim House. Mm -hmm. Like, she does that in the, her hospital room, too. Yes, she does. Yeah. I attributed it to her injuries. No. But. Funhouse Grim House. Funhouse Grim House. Yeah. That was pre-existing. Pre-existing yes. condition. Pre. Pre-concuss. Pre-concuss. Um, Pre-conc. She doesn't even. Oh, she does get concussed. Because she doesn't yes. remember anything that happened that day. So. Conveniently inconvenient. Mm-hmm. So basically, uh, Tess goes in there. She, um, all the friends go in. She's not able to handle it. She's not enjoying mm -hmm. herself. Well, she, she always has hated. She the hates house. it. Uh oh, her keys she, are gone. Mm -hmm. She can't make her way through those little discs. So Tess is like, or I'm sorry, Gina's like, I'll do it. Mm -hmm. And when she, they get back out, and they get back out, and then Gina's like, I'll go back in, and she's like, No, are you sure? Okay, <laughs> yeah, and then. Doss comes out and is like, why are you getting your own keys? Mm -hmm. She's like, fine, I'll Which do it. Which is what makes it seem like it could be Doss. Yes. She goes inside, sees somebody has removed one of the discs and that Gina has fallen into the... Because like, okay. I'm just confused about how it's if so high up. If the And if there is a disc, the disc is being controlled... Like there's some kind of mechanism it's attached to. It has to be spinning yeah, on, on something. an axis. Yeah. So then I'm like, did she get like, I would be afraid of getting stabbed by that thing. Yeah. But no, she just falls. Yeah. Let me see if I can find a description of the fun house. In the fun house. The scary fun house. Okay. The fun house was a long, narrow tunnel built in an L shape. The foot of the L built out over the beach and supported by wooden stilts. It's on fucking stilts. Yeah, it's on stilts. The dark wooden structure contained several small areas of open railings dividing one passageway from another where people could momentarily relax and enjoy the scenery and salt air before going on to the next challenge. Okay, so it this has... doesn't make sense so because... For... People have to be moving through this thing so that more people can then enter mm -hmm. the fun house. So, right? I should ask Mike about this. Well, I think there's like different terms, terms of right? Theme park expertise. I don't think it's like well, regulation. If that's meal. what you're asking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's like rooms, and then I think there's like by open walkway. Yeah. With, like, maybe benches and shit. Yeah, I think so. So, like, balconies. Like, they have balconies. And, like, yeah. it's like let's say there's, like, like let's say there's two rooms next to each other. And then they have a balcony that goes all the way, like, across both. And then doors. So, it's just, like, you go out, balcony, uh, yeah, go maybe. back in. I think that's what it is. Maybe. Um, Tess, her stomach rebelling after conquering the challenges of the rolling wooden walkway. Oh, I've been on one of those yeah. as a kid. It's like with the rollers. Mm -hmm. And you can't really catch your feet. And then the tossing and tilting of a moving padded tunnel. I know what that is, mm -hmm. too. Took advantage of the second of these open balconies to catch her breath and settle her insides. Blah, blah, blah. Went on ahead to the third event, a nylon padded tunnel whose footing consisted solely of heavy metal chain links. This was the thing that I was having trouble understanding Nylon padded tunnel i think it's just like it's it's like netting 
but chain, but chain links on the bottom on the and bottom. then the sides are nylon yes and ceilings nylon yeah. so it's like an arch basically yeah. it's a cylinder yeah with so a it's suspended like those, chain like, in the middle jungle play gems yeah, yeah. catching my breath the hardest part of the funhouse for Tess was always the chamber where there was no solid floor, only a cluster of constantly whirling metal saucers. They were slippery, always moving, and there was nothing to grasp for balance except the softly draped black nylon folds on the walls. Almost impossible to hold on to no matter how desperately you clutch. So these are motorized even. That's what I was about to say is I don't even think because when I have been in a funhouse, the movement was powered by you stepping by you on stepping it. so you fall yeah but yeah it seems like they're just moving yeah so then i'm like this is more intricate than we thought because the way she gets through it usually is um she crawls she lowers herself to yeah. a sitting position and scoots from saucer mm-hmm. to saucer this sounds terrible this i would never so want to do this and then she wanted out of it this crazy place with its skeletons rattling and fake bats flying overhead and dragons breathing foul-smelling smoke in her face that must just be at different points along the way. Yeah, call this shit the Grim House. Yeah, dude. Um, yeah, so it sounds like it's motorized, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. means they're all kind of s- machinery under it, which yeah. means it wouldn't lead directly to the beach. Yeah, no, there would be like gears and shit. And actually, I'm more scared about that. Yeah. Like falling into gears and like, like make axles that and shit. Trap. That's scary. Her, like, she gets eaten by the gears. That's not what happens, though. Eaten by the gears. Uh, 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 eaten by the gears. Yeah. It's when Tess goes in after her, entered uh, safer, more solid wooden walkways around each challenge brought her quickly to the chamber of metal saucers. They were separated by small spaces through which glimpses of the beach below could be seen. The spaces were so tiny they provided no danger as only a toothpick-sized person could slip through and fall to the hard-packed sand below. But the circle is missing and then Gina is lying there and it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't say that there were any gears. It's just like she fell out and she hit her hand on some hard-packed sand. Mm -hmm. Big whoop. Yeah. And how. Yeah. So somehow she goes through And then she gets out and then uh, they call the police and she tells the police, hey, there's like a a saucer missing. They go back in. Saucer's back there. Mm -hmm. Um, But with that, it is right. Like, how could she have fallen through if the saucer hadn't been removed? And they're still like, we don't Um, believe you. And she keeps asking that. Yeah. And they have no answers. Nobody even tries to entertain the idea. I think that's the case. If you have... Uh, you know, uh, uh, the thing of no one believes your character. You need to have a very detail-oriented and nefarious villain who is literally making them look crazy. Like, yeah. needs to be, like, putting things there, removing, just to make them look crazy. Which is, this is the only time that actually happens. And it's still explained away by, well, then how else could she have gone through, you know? Yeah. Whereas, like, I feel like, you know, let's say there's just like, you know, you find a dead bird in your locker and you're like, ah, and then you go and get someone and then it's gone. Yeah. And then you're like, 
I saw it. And like, you just, they keep doing stuff like that to you. They're just like gaslighting you. Yeah. And it literally is making you look crazy. Then okay. But. But in this case, when legit weird things are happening, then you're, and nobody's believing her. You're just getting by on the luck of everybody being a fucking idiot. Yep. And that's not squeak. <laughs> moving my <laughs> microphone arm. That's not what makes a like really good villain. Yeah. No. So instead, it's just kind of like it's all just bl- Guy George. What's his name? Guy Joe. Guy Joe. Boy Joe. Boy George. Boy George Michael. George boy. At one point, she says she's going to listen to George Michael. She does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's going to get her Walkman. So it's just Guy. What is his name? Guy Joe. Guy Joe. It's just Guy Joe, like, kind of being sloppy. Two names, by the way. Two names. Guy. Guy. Space. Joe. Joe. It's like very white. Mm-hmm. This isn't just like one name. Guy Joe. I don't know anybody named Guy. Me neither. It's a very old school. Yeah. And the I only- thought it was like a nickname. Me too. Like, what are you doing, Not a Guy? name name. Yeah. But it's a, it's a name. Like, Guy Pierce is, is a guy. That's true. That's a good point. <laughs> Thanks. Insightful. Thank you. <laughs> um, okay, so let's 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 rate the traps. Okay. From also, if you want to know why we keep saying traps, if you don't listen to every episode, go back, check out final exam. Yeah, there's lots of traps in that. Book. Lots of traps. Um, okay, so weakest trap is I would say maybe the stuffed animals. Pretty weak. Pretty weak, weak. Ass trap. Weak ass trap. Yeah. Okay. Next is um, pushing in a pool, maybe. Oh, yeah. Pushing into like during like rain where she can't get out. Uh huh. That's pretty. That's or maybe it's stuffed animal tire slashing. Oh, yeah. Tire slashing. Pool pushing. Pool pushing. Because I guess there is a chance for injury. And there's a chance of like, what if she just can't get out? Yeah. That's scary. Mm-hmm. Like I was getting a little like little claustrophobia when she was like trying to scramble out and it's just so slippery she can't get out. Yeah. Um, okay. And then, I mean, I think ultimate trap is probably this one because someone literally gets her. Oh, wait, no. Ultimate trap is the roller coaster (laughs) or. Oh, ultimate trap. Yeah. Maybe roller coaster. And then I think right below that is him, uh, forcibly hanging her. I forgot about that part. (laughs) Okay. So that part is, so she, so he, uh, she decides to go home with her brother Finally. Guy Pierce. Guy Pierce. Because Guy Pierce has just had his tummy pumped. Guy Joe Pierce. Guy Joe Pierce has just had his tummy pumped because he ate some of the brownies. On purpose on to purpose. make it seem believable that it wasn't him. But he ate a lot. Yeah. He was one of the ones who had to get his stomach pumped. Mm-hmm. Unlike Doss, who just ate a little bit. Mm-hmm. So he... Um, commitment, man. You commitment. have to respect commitment. You have to. Mm-hmm. Um, so she goes home not- with him. And it's like towards the end of the book. And um, she, what is she looking for? It might be her Walkman. Oh, to listen to George Michael. George Michael. So she's looking around and she somehow stumbles upon a shrine to or O'Hare. Yeah. Lila O'Hare. And she's like, what is this? He's like, a shrine to my mother. And she's like, a shrine to mom. He's like, not my, your mother, idiot, my mother. And then he tells her the whole thing. She's like, oh, shit. And he's like, you know what? Um, 
we're about to meet my real parents. And she's like, oh, huh? where are they? Yeah. It's very funny. <laughs> and he's like, no, 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 I'm going to kill you. And he's like, I already wrote you a suicide note. And she's like, what? Oh, yeah. For some reason, she's uh, she's looking for old yearbooks. Why? <laughs> you got to have a good time. Huh? What spurs her to so do this? Dad is leaving. Mm-hmm. He hasn't changed, has he? Tess said quietly as she followed her brother up the stairs. Did you think he might have? Guy Joe asked with a grin. Tess shrugged. Isn't hope supposed to spring a turtle? Not in this house. Sighing heavily, she went on to her bedroom, planning to look for her old yearbooks. Gina would get a kick out of them. They weren't there. Maria must have moved them. Put them somewhere out of the way, thinking Tess wasn't coming back. Well, if she was going to have to search the house, she'd take her Walkman with her. That way, George Michael could keep her company and she wouldn't be disturbing Guy Joe's much-needed sleep. Clamping the headphones over her ears and snapping the cassette player on the metal chain belt circling the waist of her jeans, she began her search. It took a while. The last room she entered was large and dark. New raindrops slid down the small windows. Blah, 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 blah. The yearbooks could be in any one of a dozen boxes and trunks. There, that trunk in the corner, maybe? Before she could open it, she'd have to unload all that junk on the lid. What were all those things, anyway? Humming to the... Picked up the first object, a Santa Luisa high school class ring without oh, the usual blue stone. Remember, she found the stone on the beach. On the beach. And she was like, and her red leather key case, which she had lost her keys. And she's like, uh oh. And at that moment, I was literally like, oh my God, it's fucking guy. I was genuinely surprised. I was surprised. Yeah. So she finds this like shrine to his murder attempts. Mm -hmm. Because it's got a little token from everything, including the magic, the purple magic marker used to write that note. And she says, it's like a shrine. Well, good for you, a voice said from directly behind her, because that's exactly what it is. A shrine to my mother, actually. Tess World to meet the voice. It belonged to her brother, Guy Joe Landers Jr. But the fact that... She discovers this because randomly she's like, I'm going to find some old yearbooks and show them to Gina. Mm -hmm. That makes no sense. I know. Although maybe it's one of those things, right, that like is so nonsensical that it makes sense. You know, where mm -hmm. it's like you just get urges the sometimes and you're just like, oh, I'll just show her some yearbooks. Yeah, maybe. You're like, oh, I'll just find some of these yearbooks in this house. I haven't been here in a while. Um and it's fucking Guy Joe Jr. And yeah, he he's like, I wrote a fake suicide note for you. And you're welcome. Uh, yeah, he, you know, Save you don't have to do trouble. it. Uh, and then he's like, I'm now we're going to hang you and you'll meet my and then parents. I'll kill myself too. And he's like putting the rope around her neck and she's like, Where are your parents? And he's like, They're fucking dead. Are you stupid? Like, I am going to kill you. I was <laughs> really amused every time she was trying some lame attempt at like distracting him or getting away oh my god she'd be like but it's raining out i need my jacket and he's like bitch i am about to kill yes. you yes do you think it matters and then she's like i cut my toe and he's like again i'm going to put a rope around her neck and kill you she also like doesn't like, oh, try she like doesn't try the thing that I think she should have tried, which is to be like, just pretend like be like, you know what? I 
he doesn't like this isn't going to get back at dad. He does not give a shit about me. Yeah. Like I'm in the same boat as you. Like he does not care about me. Yeah. And then like pretend maybe. That's our whole problem. Yeah. And then pretend maybe. Okay. I'm going to kill dad with you. Yeah. And then let him get comfortable and then, you know, run away or whatever. Yeah. It's like, oh, good. Now we know we're not related and can finally consummate our, our love. love. Yeah. Yes. Yay. <laughs> the happiest of endings <laughs> is when you realize that you can sleep with your brother and kill your dad. What kind of complex is that? <laughs> it's like Bredipus. Sorry, <laughs> you want to fuck your brother so and kill your dad? <laughs> I would not be surprised if there was a Greek tragedy to base one term on to describe yeah. both those things. Yeah. You have like Artemis syndrome. Mm -hmm. What is that? You want to like burst out of your dad's head? That's Athena. Oh, that's Athena. What does Artemis do? Well, How she's is twins she born? with Apollo. Okay. So you have a twin. And, and Zeus is their dad. Okay. So it's and like Zeus just like generally is a rapist. Yeah. He he's terrible. So that's that one. Artemis syndrome is when you, um, uh, your dad is a terrible rapist and mm -hmm. you have a twin that's like really fast, right? Because he's the messenger. He, no, that's somebody Hermes. else. Hermes. That's Hermes. What the fuck does Apollo, Apollo do? He's the sun the guy. Sun. He, so he's your super hot brother. Oh, yeah. Okay, you <laughs> get a, it? You have a really hot, hot twin brother. He's the sun. You have a hot twin brother and you're like, and you're like spooky cool. and mysterious yeah. and you're all about the moon. Yeah. And you like... Uh, regularly kill men if if they look at your naked friends when they're taking baths. Yes. And you are goddess of the hunt and the moon. Right. You'd she's, hella sleep with your brother and kill your dad. You would. You would. You for so sure. For sure. For sure. Bob. So she's the Greek version of Diana, right? Yes. Okay. Artemis. Yep. Artemis was my favorite. I liked Artemis a lot. Um, I like the name Persephone a lot. It's a good name. Sad story. Sad story. So sad. So sad. I'm saying so sad. Um, Athena's cool because she's like the goddess of wisdom and whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm like, and she carries a spear. Out her dad's head. Does she carry a spear? I don't know. <laughs> I, do theory? you want to spend 20 minutes trying to Does figure out whether she? No, she thought your voice was mine. <laughs> she just set a timer for 20 minutes. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Siri, no. Oh Siri. no, 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 no. Turn it off. Timer. Cancel. Okay, let's see. Artemis. Does oh no, does Athena carry a spear gun? <laughs> does she have concealing care. Um okay. She has a shield and a spear. Hmm. Yeah. So Diana she has a shield. Her, um, uh, Artemis has a bow. Yes. 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 And she's like often, uh, isn't she often with like a, a hunting dog? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and she has a Medusa's face uh, painted onto the bow that she has. I mean, I'm sorry, the, the shield, shield uh, oh, that she cool. has for Athena. Um, Greek goddess is pretty cool. I remember being really into Greek mythology. Oh, yeah. I was obsessed for yeah. a while. Yeah. Like... We studied the Greeks in sixth grade, mm -hmm. and like I, that was when like I got the fever. 
<laughs> I started getting really into the Greek gods. The only prescription God is, is a dry book about myths. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. I, I went and like uh-huh. bought a like ancient Greek. so dry. They're very boring. It is just like basically, obviously they're not, but like fact, 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 fact mm-hmm. about the God. Like very little story, mm-hmm. very little color. Mm-hmm. I want to find one with more color. Me too. Um, I also remember Let's getting write it. We could write it. We could write it. I remember getting really into Egyptian mythology too, and like learning the story of um, Isis and Osiris, and like being really into that. I am uneducated. I don't think I remember enough about it to Egyptian be able mythology. to tell you. Um, what I could do is find an opera about it and read the entire opera to you. <laughs> Please, <laughs> Please. <laughs> what if we ended every episode now with just you mm-hmm. reading? The a plot Wagner. summary of an opera. Oh, Va- all, always all, of a always Wagner. Wagner. <laughs> always of a Wagner. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. So the, Os- the Osiris myth is the most elaborate and influential story in ancient Egyptian mythology. Hmm. Osiris was murdered, and then his brother Set uh, usurps his throne. Oh, Setians. And then, Thetians. oh my From last God. vampire five. Wow. The so then Osiris's wife, Isis, mm-hmm. she restores her b- husband's body, allowing him to posthumously conceive their son, Horus. 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 It's unfortunate that that sounds goofy now. It is unfortunate. I'm sure. Because I'm sure cool he was name. hot as shit. He was probably fucking hot. You He's know that Horus so could fuckable. get it. Um, so they used to call him fuckable Horus. Ooh, at first he was a vulnerable child. <laughs> hot. And then he becomes Set's rival for the throne. Hotter. Um, and then um, Horus wins. Hottest. And he restores Mott, which is cosmic and social order to Egypt. Um, and then somehow this completes the process of Osiris' resurrection. I don't really know how, but <laughs> that's how it happens. But I'm into it. Um, but like... I thought I remembered something about like Osiris or Isis like was doing something with like the body specifically like she was like like putting something in the body or taking it out or something. (laughs) I have taken off my headphones because I needed to remove my earrings and you doing a fun voice bit Mm -hmm. is so quiet. <laughs> is it really quiet? And it feels so different. Because it's, cause it's I'm like you're getting really lovingly close whispering it <laughs> into the microphone. It's like, and then I, <laughs> I think I'm remembering something, but I don't really remember. <laughs> okay, I'm going to look. Like the um, most gentle bit. Yeah, like gentle, gentle. Um... <laughs> Well, what the heck does she do to his body in order to <laughs> revive it? Because here's the thing. Unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, when you, look up what happened, when you look up what happened with Isis and Osiris, the name Isis is now different. Yeah. So it's hard. That's you have to kind true. of claw through <laughs> other things. Yeah. There's some unfortunate here we go. Associations. Uh, let's see what she did to At his body. At this point in history. Oh. At this point in her story. <laughs> her story. <laughs> um, oh, yep. I remember that. <laughs> Set cut Osiris' body into pieces and scatters them across Europe. Rude. Egypt, not Europe. 
cult wow. centers of Osiris all over the company Western country claim that the corpse or pieces of it were found near them. <gasps> 42 pieces? Mm. Like the meaning of the universe. I was just going to say that. Oh. Mm. They don't say how they find and restore his body. Uh, rude. Uh, uh, the joke of Osiris. Rude. Okay, so here we go. <laughs> That's funny. Goddesses find and restore his <laughs> body uh, with the help of other deities, including Thoth uh, and Anubis. So this is magical and healing powers and embalming and funerary rites. Oh, funerary. Osiris is the first mummy, baby. Oh. And those efforts to restore his body are the mythological basis for Egyptian embalming practices. Oh. You know, oh. I... We've talked about mummies on this show before. Mm-hmm. That I'm scared of them. <laughs> and not like that I think they're going to get up and like run around. Uh-huh. But like I just don't. I'm like. You'd rather freaked not. Freaked out. I'd rather not. <laughs> if I see that there's like. <sighs> Is it like me and like clowns? I'm like. I don't want to see like a decay or clown. not decayed body. But like uh-huh. I just don't want to see a dead body. Sure. Because I I have certain anxieties, which is why I'm like pretty freaked out about the bodies exhibit. Mm-hmm. Whereas like everyone's like it's life changing, you gotta go, man. It's but like you're don't... seeing the like actual decay of your bo- form. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I'm like, this is my future. So it's more it's of scary. an existential, yeah, existential for fear. sure. Yes. Okay. But I remember I the talked about this. I'm bef- afraid of clowns is because what it implies about their mouths that they're so smiley. That they're smiley and giant. Yeah, really big. Because you know that they're full of teeth. Yeah. You just know there are teeth in there. It has to be. If there weren't, that's that's even the scariest part of it. (laughs) It's scary in a whole different way. Yeah. But that's the scariest part of it. Is all the teeth. Because the mouth is the mouth. Like makes his teeth all big. Yeah. Teeth are terrifying. Teeth are scary. So I guess really I'm afraid of mouths. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm afraid of... That's why that fucking Momo thing was so <laughs> horrifying. Because <laughs> of the mouth. <laughs> yeah. The mouth is scary because it's like a beak but skin. And then the mouth yeah. is the shape of the beak, which is yes. very scary. So, yeah. So if your smile just keeps going. Mm-hmm. And your teeth up keep your going. face. Mm, that's the scariest image I can think of. That's Were you really scared of that scene in Buffy? Yes. It's scary. Yes. It is really scary. It's terrifying. It is really scary. Um, for I mean, I'm sure you guys know what we're talking about, but it's the scene where um, it's in conversations with dead people. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's where the worst. The, the first is taking the form of, what is her name? I don't remember, but it's the one in the library, right? Yeah. And it's um, a girl that ends up dying uh, earlier in the season and she comes back. Oh, yeah. I like that episode. It's a really, it's one of the best episodes of Buffy. Yeah. Um, and uh she's taking the she's saying that Tara can't show up mm-hmm. but she'll talk to Willow for her and yeah. she's just like planting all this shit like oh well yeah. you know that like you can join Tara and Willow's yeah. like what the fuck well, like for, I wouldn't do well, that first she's doing this super shitty thing of like well you know she can't be here because you don't deserve to talk to her because of what you've done mm-hmm because she's this is post dark willow yeah and she's like you know you've done a lot of bad things and she can't come see you yeah and oh and willow's like crying so much and um she kind of butters her up and is like oh well you know like she's so happy and she says she loves you and blah 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 but then at the end she like smiles and then the smile just keeps going you know what even you smiling 
you got while scared talking about it and thinking about it your eyes went a little wide yeah. and i got terrified you looked away you just get scared yeah. you did, you're like um uh, no, was not a joke you know, this yeah. is not me just saying no. i'm scared i had a physical like protective yeah. reaction which was to stop looking at kelly's yeah. face because you thought i was gonna just keep because going. it seemed like your eyes were getting bigger yeah and you're well, i was like imitating her eyes i know, I, I know i'm sorry I know. how dare you <laughs> is what i'm saying <laughs> Um, I, that's one of the scariest images. Yeah, it is really scary. Yeah. And it keeps going and then she like turns inside <sighs> out. It's really scary. Um, but no, I'm afraid of mummies because of an existential thing. And because I've told you, I've seen leaky mummies. It's gross. Yeah. Because like they're not waterproof and sometimes their heads get stepped on. Did you know that acetaminophen can help with existential dread? What? Yeah. It dulls the edge of... Your fear of death. I need to start taking more of that. However, then there are also studies where it's like it's the worst, most harmful drug of all time. Well, because it also acetaminophen uh, and Advil, they fuck up your stomach, your liver. Yeah. Well, I think it's what is it? Ibuprofen fucks up your liver. Well, then my mom acetaminophen fucks up your tummy. A heart attack that it makes you like eighty times more susceptible to a heart attack. What? That seems fake. Is that for real? I don't remember the actual number, but something about being more susceptible to a really? heart attack. Like Which one is it? Acetaminophen or? Ibuprofen. And that one's Tylenol or Tylenol's acetaminophen? Ad- Advil is ibuprofen. should just say the brand names because mm. the other ones are too hard to say. I mm. feel very silly saying ibuprofen. Ibuprofen? Because I always, when I'm normally saying it, I'm always saying ibuprofen. 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 Really? And acetaminophen. So you know, Tylenol dulls existential dread. But then it also can Advil give you a heart attack? is an actual pain reliever. Tylenol does not do shit for me, nor has it ever. Oh, really? Yeah. Both of them work for me. Only Advil. Like if I have cramps, Tylenol is not going to touch that shit. Really? And I have to take four Advil. Really? Yeah. It's wow. Bad. And I don't want to do that you now. Know what, you know what um, is crazy? Okay, so I get migraines every once in a while. Uh-huh. Um, and I was talking to someone else who also gets migraines. If you feel one starting to come on, this is crazy. And it's not great because I don't like ginger. But, but if you, you do have to fuck ginger. You have to fuck ginger. And it gets like dirty. <laughs> it's spicy. It's like really, it's like spicy. Really spicy. Ah, I'm, okay, here's the thing. Because ginger is spicy, right? I'm sorry. I literally just like clomped my Vijwani because I was thinking about the reality Ali! of that. No, 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 no. Yuck, yuck, yuck. No. I'm sorry. Don't put a, I should like, not have a said tuber that. of ginger in your holes. <laughs> no, but you get like, Dried, you get dried, uh, dried ginger, like powdered. You put like a teaspoon of that in some cold water and drink that. And I swear to you, like I was about to start a, I was about to do a show where I had to GM and I was starting to get a migraine. I was like, fuck, I can't. Uh-huh. And this, uh, this guy that was at the studio was like, this is gonna sound crazy. And I normally don't buy into this shit, but like, just try it. And I later forgot that I was starting to have a migraine because it went away. So you try can it. Buy powdered ginger. Mm-hmm. I use it for. Um, I put it in my pumpkin pie. Oh, but yeah, I just have a thing of it. It's like two bucks. Can't hurt to try. And I put it in my smoothies. I heard that all headaches are just the beginning of a migraine. They're just a baby migraine. Interesting. Uh, I don't know. 
Look, if you want to call my mom a liar, then just say it. Because here's the thing. <laughs> Migraines are like, oh, I've crazy. had yeah, a like, migraine. They're so but different. It's like, it's, it's like the beginning or something. Interesting. It's not like it could turn. It's like they're related. They're mm. basic. They come from the same place. I believe that. Is they're I like, it's what it is. your brain. Yeah. So it's like, there's really technically no difference except for the... Um, degree of the intensity intensity yeah i have had regular my headaches that i'm just like it'll go away but then yeah. i'm like at a really loud place and then it and then i end up like barfing and i'm like okay well that was, <laughs> that that's was a, a migraine. migraine i have thought i had a migraine before and i was like oh yeah this is a terrible headache i see what people are talking about and then i had a legit migraine in september and i was like Oh, <laughs> this is a migraine. Mm -hmm. I cannot move without throwing up. All light is an attack. Mm -hmm. All sound is an attack. And I want to um, dull all of my senses and never feel anything ever again. Mm -hmm. I will like... Uh, if I've had to cancel plans with someone because of a migraine, I'll be like, I'm not going to be answering my phone anymore because it's too bright. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> and then I just don't respond for the rest of the night because I'm like, I can't look at it. I'm sorry. Yeah. You cannot move. Mm -mm. And it's yeah, it's really it's and it's, it's everything. It's everywhere it's, and everything. There's no escape. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Laying down doesn't help to lay down. Mm -mm. It just is less harmful. Yeah. I it mean, it's insane. It's insane. It's really shitty. Mm -hmm. It's horrible. So stay hydrated, guys. And also, yeah. like, I mean, I know, like, obviously, there are things that can trigger migraines and that sucks. And you don't always know what those things are. Um, Mine hit case, me after I got back from Tokyo. Interesting. I think it was something about the cabin pressure because my ears were popping worse than they had in really? maybe like 20, 30 years. And I was also probably really tired, dehydrated, horrible, just like planes, mm -hmm. tight quarters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm -hmm. so when I, I got back, pff, migraine. Mm. Yeah. That sucks. It took a day of my life. Yeah. It, it stole does. a day of my and life. And sometimes it'll be like you're hung over from the migraine the next day. You're like, well, I still feel pretty bad. Mm -hmm. um, it was bad. Yeah. It sucks. So anyway, Tess wants to fuck her brother, Guy Joe, mm -hmm. and kill their dad. And kill their dad together. She has Artemis syndrome. She just won't admit it. Or it sucks. Artemis complex. Artemis complex. I bet there is one that actually fits that. I'll look for it later. Okay. You look for it later. Are you looking now? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> when you want Here, to. Here I think I'm getting us back on track. Brother. And, and kill, kill your, your dad. dad. <laughs> What if something, what if a photo comes up and underneath it says Tess Landers? That'd be crazy. Okay. I just found a Reddit thread. It says okay. an Oedipus complex is wanting to fuck your mom. What is it called if you want to fuck your sister? It's funny how an Elector complex is wanting to fuck your dad. Yeah. Now everyone's like, okay, it's, I mean, this is Reddit. So, you know, it's crane assault. There isn't a name of a complex for that. However, a girl wanting to sleep with their dad is an electric complex. Yep, there you go. Um, <laughs> you know what? If you're making, I mean, look, I love Reddit, <laughs> but most jokes on Reddit are not funny. <laughs> what? They're Get most out are of not. town. Uh, oh my god. Oh, I can't even look at this. <laughs> I think I feel like and. 
go with me on this. Mm-hmm. I feel like Reddit mm-hmm. is maybe not the best place to, to get be this like, information. Hey, I want um, historical information on sibling fucking. Whoa, oh, my no. God. oh no! Oh no! Oh my god! No. Okay, 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 okay. Hold the phone. Cora, question: How does it feel to be in an incestuous relationship with first blood relatives or siblings? How does it begin? How does it begin? What do they want? An instruction manual? Okay, hold on. Do do do. Wait, what? Obviously, we are talking about consensual sibling sex and not abuse. There is a difference. I'm reading. Wait, what? Okay, hold on. I'm sorry. What? Okay, 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 okay. Hold on, hold on. I'm reading a very long, (laughs) very long story about a woman. No. Who Why was always really, this, this is messed up. This is like pretty fucked up. Is it a V.C. Andrews novel? Oh, God. Kelly just threw her phone <laughs> and covered okay. her eyes. No, it's it's pretty fucked up. Okay, probably skip ahead if uh, yeah. this could be a trigger for you. I mean, they're both adults. No, he's not. <gasps> okay, maybe don't read it. I'm not going to read it. I'm not okay. going to read it. I'm not going to read it. Okay. Oh my god. What is oh happening god, oh over god, there? Oh my god. No! Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh. What? Kelly's reactions are just giving me like sympathetic the- reactions where I feel like I know what's going on. I have no idea. But it's freaking me out. It's like there's a ghost in Kelly's phone and I feel like it's Okay, well jump this guy is me. saying I was in an incestuous relationship with my mother and I'm not ashamed to say I enjoyed it and I'm glad it happened. <laughs> That is extreme. That is a bold statement, sir. I don't believe him. Well, my penis was quite large. This guy's fucking with us. I don't need this. I don't need his lies. Wait, what? Okay, when I was 24, I was almost killed in a wreck and my mom had to care for me. She had seen me naked the whole time. This is a fucking erotica. Unable to walk, stand, or even pee. Both hands were broken. I don't know what caused it, but I stayed aroused and gorged. This is a lie. For two days. This fucker is putting erotica on Cora as though it's real. My (laughs) on the third day, my balls were swollen to a massive (laughs) size. And hurt worse than my injuries. (laughs) My mom saw that and did done several things to me to make me orgasm multiple times and get relief. To this day, when I go visit her, we end up messing around. That is a lie. Guess how many upvotes it's got? Twelve (laughs) hundred (laughs) sixty nine. Okay, hold on. Good work, Uh, Cora. (laughs) Really good. Really good. Uh, There are a lot of people replying to this fucking their siblings. My mother and I, it was more of a positive impact when I was 22. Oh, he was 22. He got in a relationship with his mom when she was 42. I don't like that <laughs> at all. I was shocked, but a teeny tiny me. Okay. Oh. I just want to know what the name is, Kelly. I don't want firsthand okay, experiences. So what are you just doing? Got, he just got out of a four-year relationship <laughs> with his mom. She initiated it. She was dropping hints, and she was doing a fair bit of flirting. 
This um, is all bullshit. <laughs> These men are lying. Um. Oh, my God. And when I confronted her one day, she confessed. I was shocked. But a teeny tiny part of me actually wanted it. Because my mom a was a gorgeous woman and this had this incredible lie. body. <laughs> this is lies. Uh, the inevitable happened. The it was inevitable. It, it was weird, but hey, amazing. <laughs> like, sometimes fucking your mom's just inevitable. And you have to, I mean, rock in a hard place. Luckily, I got a new job a couple months later and I moved out because things were getting really complicated. <laughs> because, like, inevitably, we had just boned. As I mentioned earlier, this certainly had a positive impact on both of us. Uh, we got through a period of a slump. Uh, Mom started dating again and I, too, got in a relationship. We never did it again and we didn't find the need to. Uh, because you're a liar. <laughs> you think there are so many people replying to this. They're <gasps> all liars. So many men being involved with their mother. This guy got involved with his mom when he was 27 because they got very close. Does it have a name? If you want to fuck your brother and kill your dad, <gasps> that's all we're here for. Kelly Nugent. Oh, Kelly Marie Nugent. Oh my God. What is your middle name? Kim Ying. Kelly Kim Nugent. Our first time together was very short, but intense. I was a bit embarrassed I didn't last longer, but my mother assured me just oh feeling me God. released inside her was the enough. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Okay, I'm going to tell you something that you're going to barf about. Okay, okay ready? <laughs> skip ahead, trigger warning. Trigger probably. warning, skip ahead. Uh, 27-year-old dude banging his mom. <laughs> Most times my mother didn't even bother cleaning up afterwards, knowing it wouldn't be too long before we went at it again. <sighs> they're liars um, they're liars my mother confessed to me she would always love me as a son but she was in love with the man I'd become uh, <laughs> <laughs> what oh my god these so they men hit are the, lying they, they hit the relationship from the younger siblings until our youngest my youngest sister nearly caught us once and then we didn't live together anymore. So what's cool about Tess when like Gaijo is trying to kill her in the fun house is that like she seems really passive and she's just like making lame excuses. But then she really steps up and she gets the upper hand on him. All I can say is that my mother is the true love of my life. And, and what we have goes beyond words. We are virtual soulmates. <laughs> virtual. Virtual soulmate. <laughs> oh, What? Oh, this is brother and sister together. Oh, interesting. <laughs> I don't like the ones. I mean, I don't like any of these, <laughs> but the ones that I am more excited to read are when like it's, it's clearly a lie. When it's like everybody, uh, when everybody <laughs> is adults when it starts. Because I'm not interested in any kid shit. No, I don't want no. that. But I like when they're like, um, when I was 26 and my mom was 42, yeah. Wow. This is crazy. There are so many responses to this. I would say for sure skip over the ones that like start when they're young. <laughs> if you're going to go searching this out, skip over these ones. Oh, and the funny parts are when they're like, we had a little bit of a bad patch and uh, <laughs> it was hard for we me to fuck my son. <laughs> worked it out. <laughs> we had a bit of a bad patch where we're like, are we... Entirely fucked up, like biologically and cyclically. Like, so, oh, cy we're cy cycling together. We ride our bikes together, and cy we fuck and brain, brainly. This woman got pregnant with her son. No child. 
And she was worried he was going to get mad, but he loved it. He was so happy. He says, I'm going to be a dad. Really? I'm going to be a dad. Mom, I love you so much. The brazen lies <laughs> on this fucking thread. Oh, when he comes home, you, stop bragging. Kiss my belly and say hi, kiss Junior. My belly? Because she's pregnant with his child. Kiss my belly. She doesn't believe in abortion, but she thought about maybe doing it. But, but she does believe in incest. But her son does not believe in abortion, so they're going to keep the baby. <sighs> so deeply fucked up. They're not going to tell the doctor who the father is. I really? fucking hope <laughs> that you do not. Is incest illegal? Yes. I think it is. Yeah. Yes. It's kind of a paternalistic law. I mean, I understand why it's illegal because, like, usually it's, you know. Abuse. Abuse. Yeah. And it's, like, someone that has less power. But I do think that – and then there's, like, the fear of, like, what if they reproduce and then it's, like, yeah. a child of incest. But I think if there's, like, no danger of reproduction and everyone's adults, I'm, like, fine. Do what you – like, that's how I am with, like, everything. I'm, like, do you, what you want to do. and Lelon had a discussion about yeah. this on her episode where it was, like, if we're truly going to be open mm-hmm. about people's fetishes mm-hmm. – do we have to refrain from judging a completely consensual incest relationship? I think I will s- never be able to completely refrain from judging. Here's the thing. I think I'm the same way, right? Like, I'm mm-hmm. like, I, I like to say, I'm like, oh, you know, I don't care what you do, yeah. like, whatever. Like, no, I think that you're wrong. But like, if if one of my if one of my friends was like, oh, you know, me and my mom are fucking, I would be like, I would be so weirded out. Yes. I would never look at them the same no, way I couldn't, again. I couldn't look at them the same way. I think here's what it comes down to for me is yes. Ick factor. hundred percent. hundred percent. It is factor. at a hundred, like on a scale of zero to a hundred, ick mm-hmm. factor is at a hundred. Is it more icky but, to you between parent and child versus siblings? Yes. Me too. However, what icks me, like, not just like, I want to throw up reaction, but I think this is fully wrong and I don't believe, I don't believe it could possibly be entirely consensual because I don't envision or I can't picture a scenario where it is truly consensual because I would think that the parent has always been grooming the child. Yeah, me too. So then what do you think about siblings? Always. What do you think about adult siblings? It's probably the same. One of them was grooming the other. What do you think about... Or the parents were doing something. Okay, they're twins. Uh Uh-huh. Well, it's not age. It's like... You think like dominance. Dominance, yes. Okay. What do you think... Like, it's not possible to to not have... Because, like, the parent is a pedophile. Yeah, for sure. Has been sexualizing their child the whole time. time. Because you don't just suddenly start sexualizing Mm -hmm. your child, which means you have raised the kid to be a sexual being as your child. Well, and like, yeah, like they're. It's grooming. You've you've raised them in a way that that this isn't a result of grooming. You've raised them in a way that they are okay with fucking their parent. Yeah. Like that's the whole thing. So, okay, the, the parent thing, whatever. Okay, what about someone. You find out someone is uh, dating their half-sibling, result of a marriage. How long have they known each other? 
Oh, I guess they're there's okay. What about step step siblings? They're not related biologically. How long have they known each other? How long have they grown oh, were they, up as were they siblings? raised as siblings? Because if were you're they... raised as siblings, it's the same. Yeah. If it's like high school, maybe not. Have you watched maybe Umbrella Academy? No. There's I, yeah, a little bit of a relationship there like that. Yeah. Yeah. Where I'm like, uh, mm. like, I get it. They were kind of raised as they were in boarding school, but still, I don't know. There's well, just like a little bit of teeny bit of like, a... If you are thrown in together as step-siblings... And like right away, the two of you like each other and you just grow up with a crush on each other. That's different Mm -hmm. to me. But I couldn't be sure that that was the case. Mm -hmm. And so I'd always be worried. Mm -hmm. I'd always be worried about one of their, like the safety of at least one of them, if not both. Okay, how about this? Uh Uh-huh. They're siblings. This is one of our more disturbing scenarios. Yeah, this is is disturbing. (laughs) Okay. uh, They're siblings. uh, Hypotheticals. They're they grew up until they were 14 mm-hmm. and then um and they're the same age uh-huh. let's say they're twins i guess sure whatever um till 14 they move across the country from each other for some reason let's say parents get divorced like parent trappish right and then they meet again when they're 28 mm-hmm. and then they start a relationship i would feel like safer about them it not being abuse yeah but my ick factor is yeah. still it's at still 100 there. It's, it's still, still at 100 it's just yeah. never not going to be at 100 mm-hmm. yeah just never it's not as it's not as worrying i'm just like ah oh, you are strange here's the thing i won't judge you if you are sexually attracted to your sibling or in love with them mm-hmm. unless you act on it well, because I just feel sorry for well, you. Here's the thing: everybody has, like, you know, whatever feelings. Like you can't, you can't control that. it. You, you can't, can't control help you what love. you're thinking or feeling yeah. sexually. I feel bad for you. Yeah, yeah, because like that sucks. You have a attraction to somebody that you probably know you shouldn't. Like that sucks. Yeah, but a you, terrible life. But you act. But on you it. do not oh. act on it. Just don't act on it. So then what? You just have like long glances hey, you know over what? the Thanksgiving table? Yeah. You, do you play footsie? No. So that's acting. You sit on other ends of the table. You sit on other ends of the table. You have to treat it like you're attracted to somebody with a girlfriend. Okay. So then you just. And that you're like very moral and are not trying to like break that shit up. Yeah. You're not a homewrecker. Yeah. You're, you're not, not a, trying to wreck your own family. You're not like, <laughs> look. <laughs> I got something to say. I am not. Like, if he wanted to be with you, he would. <laughs> but, like, I am not stealing your man. You know what? I am stealing my brother. <laughs> Blood runs thicker than water. <laughs> and so you can't. You can't you get won't. between us. You can't. Because we share parents. But this isn't about me. I'm not doing anything. Oh, God. It's not about you. <laughs> it's between me and my brother. Oh, what do you do? I, what yeah, do you do? So you just, you put up every roadblock. Yeah. Because I've been in unrequited love with a number of people. Sure, it I've happens. been sexually attracted to a number of people yeah. who wanted nothing to yeah. do, who I couldn't have. Yeah, you just get over it. You, you just, get over uh, it. You, you move remove on. yourself from them so it you can move on. doesn't mean I like corner them in a room. What do you do if your sibling and nothing weird has ever when happened? you get a lot of therapy. What do you do? Uh-huh. Okay, nothing's ever happened for you. To, it comes out of left field for you. Uh-huh. And your sibling says, I'm in love with you. Oh my God. <laughs> Oh my God. I mean, you have to. I mean, oh, you, I, I think wouldn't. you refer them to a therapist and you say, like, you need to figure something out. I have to not be around you. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. 
yeah, you gotta, you have to, you gotta. and then you're like, I cannot talk to you. No, I can't until talk to your you. therapist contacts me and they're like, okay. and tells me it's safe. They're like, okay, all right, well, I'll do that. Love you. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> cool, 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 cool. All the best to you and yours. <laughs> you know, warm wishes. Including me. Um, happy trails. <laughs> happy trails. Safe travels. Go with God, please. Keep please, a story in your please heart. Please do go with God. Go with God. Keep a story in your heart, song on your lips. Mm-hmm. Get the fuck away from get, me. Get the fuck away from get me. I, away. I don't want to fucking you see you. Away. I need you to get the fuck away from me. <laughs> Step back. Treatment. Step away from me. Seek treatment. <laughs> um, okay, cool. Well, I'm glad yeah. that we figured that out. Yeah. <laughs> I think what we have definitely figured out for sure uh-huh. is that there's not a name for what we were no, trying to figure isn't. out if there's a name there for. Isn't. And that Cora thread is fucking cursed, dude. Like that it's shit like is cursed. cursed. That's like the it's ring. It's a lying cursed Cora yeah. thread. And now Momo's going to get me. I was going to say <laughs> Momo's going to get me. I was going to say Momo is born of that. We and created Momo. Momo will come to your house and sit on your face. <laughs> You won't wake we'll up. Lay an egg in your fucking mouth. Momo's chicken butt <laughs> on your face for having read a Quora thread about incest and laughed about it. You know, you we are going to get Momo. We are going to get a fucking one star review that tells us that we're disgusting because of this threat, because yeah. of this conversation. Yeah, we have to put a trigger warning on. I the, know. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, here's the thing. We need your guys' protection. Here's, here's the thing. Leave us a five-star review. <laughs> here's the thing. You can't enjoy our episodes about VC Andrews mm-hmm. and criticize us for this episode. No, you can't. You You're can't a fucking hypocrite You're liar. You're a fucking liar, dude. You piece of shit. You You're such a fucking, fucking liar. liar. Don't lie to Don't come in here and pretend like your sensibilities yeah. are all upset clutching your pearls when you read VC Andrews. Don't, don't even. Don't come into our home. Because that was a billion times. Yeah less intense than a VC Andrews novel. I didn't I even read out loud. a VC Andrews novel with PTSD. Me too. My pseudodrina. Yep. That's the one. Yeah. Um, I am excited for Dark Angel though. I'm trying to get to see if um, if we have any more. Oh shit. Did I not? I was going to see if we had any more par- farm to table pocket jalapeno dip peoples. Um, but again, I'm looking at it on the phone and it it's doesn't... not good to look at it on the phone. No. So all we can say is thank you if you have. Yeah, we can't, for now. Apple Podcast makes it so difficult to look at it in chronological order. It's literally just not. So we don't. Yeah, it's isn't. It just isn't. I don't know why. But we we really really appreciate it. Yeah, I'll I'll check it out on my computer and then um, look it up for the for next time, and that way we can give you guys shout outs because I do really appreciate it. Yes. If you want to get in on it, then just. Um, Yay! Somebody said you don't even need to read the books. Thank you for saying oh, that. Thank you. Because it's true, you don't. you don't. I mean, if you listened to this, we talked mostly about a Quora th- thread about incest. So <laughs> Also, we really described the plot of this book. Yeah. I probably don't need to write a plot summary for this. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, yeah. we really, we got it What all. else is there? What else is there? Nothing. Nothing. Nothing else happened in this story. Nothing. Um, so if you're reading along with us, uh, and like we say every time, you don't have to, but if you want to, we are reading Night World number three, Spellbinder by LJ Smith. I'm so happy to read more LJ. Um, 
because the guys in those books are hot. Yes. <gasps> What's yes. his name? Ash. Ash. Ash is fucking hot. I kept thinking Julian. I couldn't think of Ash. Julian is hot too. Julian's hot. Ash is hot. Shit. Yeah. Ash is hot. I'm excited. Oh, Good. I'm so excited. Um, should we listen to some voicemails? Yes, please. All right. So this first one is from Eric. Hi. I like the little boop. Eric and uh, I'm a relatively new listener into the uh, Teen Creeps world. <laughs> Not anymore. This uh, is a year ago. Enjoying some <laughs> of the uh, fun analyses that you guys provide, especially, I'd call them tangent skits. The uh, honey hand skit is probably one of my favorite Aww, ones. Oh, thank I've you. The, uh, <laughs> opportunity you of hearing That's really kind. And, uh, laughing at pretty, pretty good. Um, my, my thoughts I wanted to put out to you guys as yeah, I've been listening to you guys talk about um, I don't want to say older YA, but in terms of when it was written and maybe who it was written by, it is generation generationally pretty old. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think of uh, current YA young adult fiction? Um, mm. How will that affect Ooh, this is a uh, what kids are seeing, reading, growing up with? Uh, do you think that YA even has much of a place anymore as the prevalence of the internet grows more and more every day, uh, do, will we see any influence of YA into our general youth? I know my sister grew up reading Sweet Valley High, my older sister, excuse me, uh, Sweet Valley High, uh, Babysitter's Club, um, like Zodiac Killers, mm-hmm. uh, she read all of those, and she really got into Agatha Christie uh, as mm. well, but um I, I don't know of a lot of uh, younger kids, my nieces and nephews, and my, my own kids, if they will even be reading anything like this. Or just a, a thought that I had while listening to you guys' podcast. I don't know if you want to know. Um, I came here from Night Call, which I came from there, from the Tannis and Rabbits podcasts. So, oh, yeah. awesome. I guess to connect dots from where people That's cool. Thanks for letting us know that. That is I good. We'd like to know that. I uh, enjoy podcast a lot. Um, keep it up. Thanks. Thank you, Eric. Aww, thank you, Eric. Wow, that was really that kind. That was a fun little conversational prompt. I like yes. that. I have thoughts. I do, too. You? Um, why don't you go first? Okay. Well, um, he asked what we thought of the current state of YA. Obviously, I think YA is bigger than it's ever been. Me, too. And that it possibly it's being read mostly by adult women mm. um it does have a very different tone it is i think harry potter brought on a boom of chosen one mm-hmm. and then i think now we're seeing a lot of like socially conscious oh and then hunger games brought on dystopian future mm-hmm. and now i think we're seeing a lot of um social consciousness like act Activism, mm-hmm. kind of like using fantastical worlds to examine um, social themes of now. Mm-hmm. I agree. And um, I'm going to say I'm really sick of Chosen One. Mm-hmm. I think it's played out. I think it needs to stop. Mm-hmm. I'm more okay with dystopian future. Yeah, this is where I'm the world personally is interested. Mm-hmm. And then. Um, I think it's kind of it's hit or miss on the socially conscious mm-hmm. ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're now, and this, this is something that we've complained about for, you know, the 80s and 90s stuff. Uh, 
having a lack of diversity because there's so much more YA being written. Um, there's just more everything being mm-hmm. made. Um, and it's easier to publish things now than it was. Um, we're seeing a lot more socially conscious stuff. We're seeing a lot more diversity in characters. Uh, we're seeing um, more, but I still think there could be more uh, LGBTQ characters. We're seeing more characters of color. Um, there are really uh, successful books that people love a lot. Um, like uh, We Loved the Bells and The Bells mm-hmm. just released a s- sequel and I cannot mm-hmm. fucking wait to read it. And that the would be like a socially so conscious one about yes. like class and capitalism. Yes. And which kind of dovetails uh, into the um, I think we're seeing a lot more really well written uh, YA like we there was um, you know there was really well written YA back then Christopher Pike was really well written mm-hmm. but I think because there's so much more YA being written there is a lot of crap being written but there are yeah. more really like just beautiful really interesting and really thoughtfully written YA yeah and a lot more of it's being made into movies yeah a lot more of it and I mean that it's you know everything from genre YA to just like you know, romance way, like oh, I should have stars said, and stuff like, like that. Um, yeah, I was only naming genre, like sci-fi mm-hmm. stuff. But then obviously there's like super grounded mm-hmm. slice of life stuff mm-hmm. um, and uh, teen cancer romance. Mm-hmm. Um, I have not read much. The thing is, I really only read current genre YA because of our Patreon outside mm-hmm. genre episodes. Um, and I, I've liked the ones we read mm-hmm. pretty much. All I can think is, um, and I darken, or did we read I, now I rise? We read I and the, I like, darken the gender that, swap. The, Kirsten yeah. white love Kirsten white paler story. Uh, really liked that. Really liked the bells. I just read Kirsten white's newest book. Um, the, uh, the, she Elizabeth Frankenstein is, one fucking funny on twitter is she she's really funny and she wrote a new she's writing new slayer books she is yeah follow Um, kirsten white on twitter if you don't already she's funny the oh here we go the dark descent of elizabeth frankenstein it was really fucking good she's cool she is really cool. Out of here, Siri. Um, but yeah, like uh, I think there's a lot of uh, really cool stuff being written. And um, here's what I've read been. It. Yeah, I think I I am definitely choosing other stuff when I'm not reading for the podcast, mm-hmm. simply because I am like hard burning out on YA. Mm-hmm. Um, or not burning out. It's just like I'm reading. I'm inundated mm-hmm. with YA. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just, it's like if you write for a drama, you want to watch comedy. You mm-hmm. write for a comedy, you want to watch drama. Um, but I am learning that the YA community mm-hmm. is fucking crazy. Really? Like, specifically the, I there's like a dark, evil community of policing diversity and um uh, like progressivism like like they don't want it like no like if you are not in if you are not progressive enough you will be eaten alive or if you are if you're trying to and it weirdly seems to 
it's happening the most to people who are trying to write socially conscious YA. Really? Yeah. Like uh, there was a Chinese um, American author or maybe she was Chinese, but I think Chinese American author who wrote a book and she was like burned to the fucking ground because she was writing other races and they like thought that she shouldn't be. Or there was another Mm -hmm. guy who was in fact a sensitivity reader Mm -hmm. for YA publishing companies. He wrote his own book, but the backdrop of the book was the um, uh, genocides in Kosovo Mm -hmm. and wars in Kosovo. And people turned on him and ate him alive. So both of those authors pulled their books before they were even released. Really? There are like vicious. What is this like Tumblr people? Reviewers. Goodreads, Tumblr, Twitter, like they will go. I am probably inviting their ire just talking about really? them. Like Dang. crazy. There have, I've read an article in Vulture and then another one. I forget where. But yeah, there are these like, like the woke police. Mm-hmm. It's when like, in my view, somebody whose views I share mm-hmm. snap mm. and lose their minds and they get high mm-hmm. on, on like attacking and looking for things to be angry about mm. and will tear everyone apart who doesn't pass their like purity test of progressivism. Mm. It's nuts. Really? Yeah. I have not experienced it. I haven't experienced it, but I've been reading these articles and apparently it's crazy. Interesting. Yeah. That sucks for those authors. It does. And Um, I mean, I haven't read their books. Maybe they're horrible, but I'm, there is a whole community of people where it's like, they will eat you. That's crazy. For me, it's just like, then don't read their book. Like you don't have to. No, but people, yeah, people don't just give it a bad review. They make sure everybody else doesn't like they make their life find like tags of that book and go and to make sure other people don't read it. And everybody wants to be so socially conscious that if somebody says even one thing bad about a book, Mm -hmm. they're like, fuck that book. I'll never read that book. Mm -hmm. And so nobody's judging for themselves. Yeah, it's tough because it's like I was actually just talking to someone who was saying that she uh, per- just personally didn't like Wonder Woman yeah. and couldn't it, she couldn't say it because if she said she didn't like Wonder Woman, then it was like two sides. Right. Then it was yeah. like people that were like, yeah, because women shouldn't be. And she's like, no, ah, no, I didn't. Yeah. I had other problems with it. And then there's like other people that were like, how could you not like Wonder Woman? Yeah. You're a bad feminist. Yes. And it's like, I, oh, but you can have taste. Like you can just yeah. have tastes. Like you can, it just doesn't work for you. I've been thinking about this a lot, particularly because Captain Marvel is coming out and I have the feeling it's not that great. I am going to see it in a couple of days. And I also have that. I'm supposed I've heard to see it, it tomorrow, but now I have a show. I've heard um, it's, um, yeah, I heard I it's, it's not just good. like mediocre. Yeah. Um, but I, have been seeing people. So this, I retweeted somebody today. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, um, was it Chelsea Pretty saying I don't know uh, how much disappointment I should or shouldn't have about this? <laughs> no, it was somebody named Mary Ellen. She's at Alyssa Caliente, um, and this tweet just like blew up. And I'm one of the um, people who've retweeted it. Um, so she. She retweeted an article from Mary Sue. 
mm-hmm. about how about like all the negative reviews for Captain Marvel are from men. Mm. And if you go to the article, it says Captain Marvel is fun and most of the negative reviews are written by men. Shocking. I was like, okay, well, you think it was fun. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean it is necessarily fun. I haven't seen it yet. I don't know what I think. Actually, I was talking to a female reviewer who mm-hmm. said that um, uh, Captain Marvel is a great Nick Fury origin movie and <laughs> a pretty boring Captain Marvel movie. Yeah. I read how like she gets the least to do. Mm-hmm. And I and it says part of the problem, problem in quotation marks, with Captain Marvel is that people were angry that she had a quote unquote feminist agenda, I guess by just being a woman and existing. But I read a review from a male reviewer that I really like. Mm-hmm. And what he was saying is that it was like, basically like, and I have this problem where it's like, I think now when we need everything to be such a statement, when we mm-hmm. need everything to be about something or saying something mm-hmm. huge about gender or sexuality mm-hmm. or race, is that what's happening instead is all stories that aren't about straight or white or men. Mm-hmm. I know the grammar was terrible. It just results in everybody else's stories being defined by not being a straight white man, which means it's still centered around them. Like straight white men get stories, Mm -hmm. varied stories about different people. And then if I were to get a story, it would be all about how I'm a woman in the world trying to like fight the patriarchy. Mm -hmm. Well, I kind of got that vibe from the marketing of it where it was like her and then it changes to hero. Yeah. Um, Which here's the thing. I I like it's it's hard for me to define why that it just feels a little bit like Spice Girls girl powery. Yeah. As opposed to like and I know that they're just trying to get like a broad, you know, like yeah. people to be and honestly, I I I am excited to see this movie and I want to like it. Yeah, and, me too. Um I also think that there is um I think you can still you can still write about you know, smashing the patriarchy. I think that still can happen. Yes. Um, it just to me feels like Marvel's really patting themselves on the back about it mm-hmm. as opposed to just making something that's very good. I think the problem that. is, is that they have to kind of pat themselves on the back for that because they're trying to communicate that this is a good thing because yeah. of the fucking neck beards that are like, uh, ew. <laughs> I mean, no one's going to even care about a story about a woman superhero because there are people, there are still people that talk like that and that sucks. Yeah. So I think it is like, there's just no way to be right as a studio. Like you can't just be like, okay, well, we're going to make it because I think it kind of has to be the thing of like, they have to make the statement that this is good what they're doing. Well, I just want them to make the statement that it's a good superhero movie. I don't want to be defined... I don't want it or me to be defined by being a female superhero. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I just want it to be a very good movie about a superhero who happens to be a woman. Yeah. Instead of like, guess what, guys? We made a superhero movie, but this time it's a woman. Yeah. Have we blown your minds? I I, I think that like if we're talking about marginalized people uh, and movies that do something like that successfully, I think Black Panther did a great job. Yes. I think that was like, this is an amazing fucking movie. And this is about like really cool characters that are defined 
by being people of color. Yeah. But are also like this story is like a a hero's journey. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah. It wasn't. Yeah. Because Black Panther to me wasn't all about how he was black. He was just well, king that's a, of a country well, in Africa. But that's also a different story, right? It's like an, it's a non, it's not an African-American story. Yeah. This is not, uh, and, and there is, I think that there is something cool in, in, in talking about, uh, you know, uh, people of color in America. Yeah. Because I think that story hasn't yet been told by a major, you know, major yeah. thing. And I liked, I think it was just handled with a lot more finesse. It's like, okay, this country is really strong, um, but they're isolationists. Mm-hmm. And and so then like Michael B. Jordan is growing up being black in America mm-hmm. and has this like wildly different, mm-hmm. difficult experience mm-hmm. because of that. But it didn't, f- it didn't it, feel at preachy. the same time, it wasn't like preachy and it didn't seem like it was all about race yeah it was a story it was a story really good story it's like how if um like any academy any uh, any oscar movie Mm -hmm. that's like largely black Mm -hmm. is always about racism Mm -hmm. like always Mm -hmm. but yeah stories that are white are about Universal human well, yeah, experiences. Yeah, it's like having a, uh, it's like having a, an LGBTQ character where mm-hmm. the only thing about them is that they're gay. Yeah, and they're and they're having to like teach everybody mm-hmm. not to be a homophobe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or like, um, so it's and, like and, always te- you. They're always having to teach. Mm-hmm. I just want it to be a story. Yeah, <laughs> I just want I, a really good story. But that's like the yeah. It's it's such a weird line, right? Because you're like, I do want us generally to have the values that they're trying to teach. Yeah. And so it is tricky. I think it's just like, um, you know, and it's the same as like, you know, crazy rich Asians, right. Which was like definitely about an Asian experience. Yes. Um, but at the, and, and, and I think this is the same thing that I'm about black Panther and crazy rich Asians where people are like, well, this isn't everybody's experience. And I'm like, well, that's fine. That doesn't mean you have to hate the movie. You can just, you know what I mean? It's crazy because it's it's like, well, you'll watch a movie about a straight white guy with an alcohol problem. Mm-hmm. Have you experienced an alcohol problem? Yeah. It's what happens is a straight white man's experience is accepted as being neutral no, and normal. universal. Yeah. Is whereas yeah. anybody else's experience you decide is only relatable to their specific demographic. Mm-hmm. Well, because it's assuming so, yeah. that all black people are a monolith or all uh, Asian people yeah. are a monolith or all whatever. And it's like crazy rich Asians was an Asian experience, but it wasn't an Asian experience as contrast to a white experience. Right. Black Panther was about a black experience, not in contrast to a white experience. Yeah. I think that's the issue. Well, and like the 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 the, the thing that I get annoyed with is when people say, you know, well, I don't like Black Panther because it's not an African-American experience. And I'm like, but that's not what it's trying to be. And yeah. like to in order to or or to say I don't like crazy rich Asians because it's not every Asian's experience. 
First of all, yeah. Asia is huge. <laughs> so <laughs> really big. Like South Africa. So like Africa like, and Asia are like really, they're like really big. big. And so like honestly, really a lot of people. there's no way statistically speaking that it really could be an entire like that being said, I'm like, so then you just have to take take the take the thought, right? Um the thing that we're all assuming is correct. The assumption is, right, that uh each different like sect of people of color is not a monolith and that they're diverse and you're just seeing one person's experience. Yeah. And the fact that, like you said before, we understand that that's okay for white stories. Yeah. We should understand that that's okay for um, any other story. Any other story. And that we should encourage more people to write their stories and write different stories. Yes. So that way we can have just as diverse yes. stories for each, you know, for, for everybody. Yeah. That we have for white people. Yes. So that's my problem with a lot of this stuff yeah. out there now. Um, yeah. I, I, she I, said it really well about this particular review. Um, she said, a lot of misogynists hate this movie, but that doesn't mean criticizing it makes you a misogynist. And you don't have to love it to be a feminist. Everyone calm down. Performative consumption is weird. Mm -hmm. And that's the phrase that like got me. It's like, yes, performative consumption mm -hmm. which is what that like rabid ya community seems to be doing is per performative consumption performative reviews performative criticism mm -hmm. which is like weird because you would think any criticism is somewhat performative but it just seems like an act mm -hmm. it feels like an act mm -hmm. and then the next tweet she had in that was I get that sexist assholes are annoying and I get the impulse to defend something that's being attacked in some circles just for having a woman lead but this just isn't true and it's weird and defensive we can do better mm. so I just really happen to agree with this mm. person yeah yeah I'll read her Twitter handle again because she's the one who said it it's at Alyssa Caliente A-L-I-S-S-A C-A-L-I-E-N-T cool good for her good for her um i that think we have wrapped on our yeah, time that's that's it for voicemail since mm -hmm. that was a discussion prompt yeah um thank you guys so much for listening we really really appreciate it thank you so much for leaving us nice reviews on apple podcasts if you do that that's the thing that helps us the most or word of mouth tell people about our show um, we see some of you guys doing that on Twitter. That's really nice. We really appreciate it. Um, you can support our show on Patreon. You can help produce our show, uh, patreon.com slash teen creeps. You can get also all kinds of fun perks on there. Yes. Um, the show on all social media is at teen creeps pod. Um, and like we said, next week it's uh, night world three spellbinder. Yeah. By LJ Smith. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, dude. All I'm right. excited for that. Yeah. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. We love you so much. Keep it creepy. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Kelly Nugent, Lindsay Katai, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Engineered and mastered by Alex Sarche. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcast.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook. <laughs>